he he's so good y'all that he'll let you come to him and it won't even he won't even sit down so you watching porn again huh he not like that hey besties nah let me do it again because that sounded so bad hey besties how y'all doing let me tell y'all how i'm doing i'm okay i'm good i'm all right y'all notice that it's like automatic when somebody asks you how you doing you say good I'm fine. Blessed and highly favored. Be lying down. But how y'all doing for real? I hope y'all, I hope y'all are, I hope y'all, when I ask that question, I really be genuinely asking. Because sometimes, y'all, sometimes it could be like, because I know I had went through this before. Like, I got to a point where I was just like, why are they asking me how I'm doing if they don't really care? Like, I really asked somebody before, like, I said, do you really care how, how I'm doing? Or are you just saying that? You know what I'm saying? Because some people use that as like a greeting. Like, how you doing? They're not really asking how you doing. That's just something to say. You know? But when I ask how y'all doing, besties, I really be really hoping that y'all respond. But y'all, this is a podcast, obviously. But like one day when we have our live show i'm gonna be like how y'all doing besties and i want y'all to answer like i want to be in front of a live studio audience one day and really ask how y'all doing and y'all answer because and really we really have vulnerability together because sometimes we're really not good and we can just say good and i get it we don't trust some people and we don't want them to really have know our business or whatever but you know i watched the sermon and it was just like you don't have to lie and say you good if you're really not good. You can say other things. Like, you don't have to say I'm good. You can be, because one day, y'all, I, I said, I don't like today. And I was straight up honest. But people don't like to hear that. They don't like to hear that real. They don't like to hear that real. But guess what? We got to keep it real over here because we is besties and we are walking in our authenticity and we walking in our purpose and we walking in our truth. We walking hand in hand with our bestie forever. So when we ask, when somebody asks you something, you got to be straight up honest with, with them, even if they don't want to hear it. That's for somebody. That's for me. Okay. So y'all read the title. It is why is our relationship with God so important? So we're going to invite Holy Spirit up in here because baby, it ain't nothing if he not here and I ain't nothing if he ain't here. So let's invite him in Holy Spirit. We ask that you come in in Jesus name. Okay, that's 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 what came out. Bestie, that was the prayer. Amen. Okay, so I want to know, like, if anybody ever thought, why is our relationship with God so important? Like we we here on this earth and God is in heaven. Like why we have to have a relationship with him? Like what, what is the big deal? Have anybody asked that question before? Like at all? Cause even though I, I don't know if I asked that question out loud, I know that was a thought that ran across my mind before. Like why, why is a relationship with God so important? Like, cause like I have not always been walking with Jesus. No, <laughs> I have not always been walking with you. I remember this one time I was in high school and like it was flooding at our high school because it was a flood zone, you know, but it was raining so hard that it started flooding and somebody was walking down the breezeway and it was like, it's like part in the Red Sea. And I said, well, what that mean? They was like, that's the Bible. You don't know the Bible. And I'm just like, no, I don't know that phrase parting the Red Sea. And I was in like, I was in 10th grade at the time. And like, I didn't know about that. And I remember when I was younger, I used to go 
to the church to church or whatever but like i didn't grow up in church so i didn't know all the like like i know now what partnerancy is but some of y'all may not know and that's not nothing to be ashamed of because if you don't know that's an opportunity to learn and grow you know what i'm saying but i didn't always walk with jesus you know and i and i pretty sure i thought before like okay why is the relationship with jesus so important why was the relationship with god so important and even if you in christ and you wondering like okay why is the relationship with god so important that's okay to wonder that's okay to question that because that guess what you will learn you will learn you will learn why it's why it's so important and you and after this podcast i'm knowing that you're gonna be empowered with the knowledge of the importance of having relationship with jesus because, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father. It's up through him. So you have to have a relationship with Jesus, Holy Spirit, and God. They are one. But Jesus is the one. Holy, let me tell y'all. Let me, let, me, let me walk y'all through it. Holy Spirit leads you to Jesus. Jesus leads you to the Father. And you get to walk with the Holy Spirit throughout this life. He is your power. Okay? If you don't know about the trinity it can kind of sound it probably sound like i'm talking gibberish and it probably sound real crazy but once your eyes are open the eyes and the ears of your understanding are open to what i'm saying and holy spirit makes it make sense for you and you get that understanding it is it's now yours and you will know exactly what i'm saying so if you don't know what i'm saying right now that's okay because you will understand what i'm saying for those of you that do know what i'm saying cool okay so Y'all know we got basic human needs, right? We got, we need to have, they say we need to have food. They say we need to have water. They say we need to have clothing, sleep, air, and shelter. That's basic human needs, right? But I say that list is incomplete because at the, at the core of all of that, we need love. Like that's a, that is a human need that we all need why you think when a when a when a baby is born they immediately put the baby on the mama or daddy chest like that's 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 the what if that's a connection of love like uh, you know that's matter of fact that is a connection of love giving a warm embrace that's a connection of love immediately the baby does skin to skin with the parent so that's what we all are literally longing for. That's why you probably in a relationship that does not fulfill you right now because you just want to be loved. I was thinking about this the other day. What? Not the other day. Today. I was just like, I take long drives with God and, and, um, I take long drives with him to and from work. Cause y'all out yeah, but, um, to and from the office, I have a lot of time to sit with myself. Sometimes I got music on. Sometimes I don't have music on. And I just sit with myself. And all these thoughts come. And it's not bad thoughts. But it's like just thinking through some things. And one of the things I was thinking about during my ride home today is. Why did I put myself through the relationship with um my my ex? Because I only have one. I only have two exes, right? Two. Just two. I only been with two people in my life. And it was like in high school. And, yeah, it was in high school. So, it's just like, mm, is that real relationship? Because I didn't even really have no relationship in my adult life. Whatever. Y'all getting to know me. But I just was, because I put up with a lot of stuff in that relationship. Like, dude cheated on me. I still was with him. Um, 
and just different stuff. And I just, I, I, I was sitting, just thinking, I was just like, I can't, I will never be able to judge anybody or ever want to judge anybody. And any of these people that go, go with other people, because I didn't know my worth and I, I just wanted love. I wanted love. That's, that was the core reason why I stayed and put up with so much stuff because I wanted love. I was longing for love. Right. And then Noah loved new broken in the pseudo love and a tainted love but i didn't know love but i wanted it you know why because we're designed to love and to be loved okay and every human was designed this way and the only way we we receive love is through relationship that's the only way we receive love and the 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 killer thing about this and the cool thing about this is god is love like god god can love he has the capacity to love. He is Jesus is our first love, but he is love. He is love. That's who he is. That love. He's love. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get into it, y'all. So what is a relationship? Because we all want we all want relationship. You know, relationship goes or whatever. We all want a relationship. Whether we want a relationship with our parents, we want a relationship with friends, we want a relationship with a with a lover, um, whatever it is, we want a relationship, right? So what is that? So let's break it down real quick. So relationship is really just connection. It's just connection between two people, connection between um a dog and a person, connection between two dogs like two dogs can have a relationship like you know uh my dogs have a relationship you know what i'm saying i have a relationship with my with my uh pal i have a relationship with her and two beings me and god have a relationship right so that is what a relationship is it's just a connection it's a connection that's the core that's relationship down to its core a connection but i want to take us back a little bit because god said like in jeremiah 1 and 5 that he knew us before he formed us in our mother's womb before we were born he set us apart to be prophets of the nation right so like god knew all of us before we was even in our mother's womb so that means like we have always had relationship with him. Like before time began. Because y'all do know God stands outside of time because he's the creator of time, right? Like we in time to understand his His complexity. We're in time so it can make sense to us. But he stands outside of the time. And before time began, before that, before he said, let there be, we had relationship with him. We had that. Like it's so... It's crazy to think about and it's like you you can really like in your human your human mind you cannot fathom it but with Holy Spirit you can. Like before there was time I had a relationship with God. Can you say that out your mouth? Before there was time I had a relationship with God. Before there was time I had a relationship with God. Before there was time I had a relationship with God. You've always had a relationship with God. 
So what does that even mean? What does it even mean to have a relationship with God? What that mean? Because a lot of people don't even understand what that mean. But bestie, having a relationship with God is not complicated at all. It's not complicated. Like having a relationship with God is like your chest rising and falling right now. You breathing so effortless, effortlessly right now because you're not even thinking about it. And that's how it is when you have a relationship with somebody. You're not really thinking about um how oh how to have a relationship with oh uh, this person how to have a relationship with that person you're not really thinking about that you just have that relationship with that person right man religion has us messed up it has made stuff so complicated because it makes you think that you gotta jump through hoops you gotta go on a mile voyage to find god you gotta be perfect in order for him to give you the time of day you can't mess up not one time you gotta you gotta just do the most just to be in relationship with god but that is the lie that is the lie that religion tells you that is the lie that religion tells you that you gotta do all of this stuff that you gotta stay busy doing stuff for the church you gotta be in church every sunday or god gonna send you to hell you gotta you gotta you gotta be polite to people you gotta do this you gotta do that you gotta be at the church and not be at home with your family all this stuff for god but god wants you to be with him like religion will have you jumping through hoops or fire but the that's demonic because you came out of god when you come out of something it's a difference it's a difference like, let me te- let me just teach y'all this principle that Mr. Miles Monroe, this is not a principle that I found on my own. Let me tell you, I did not find this on my own. Dr. Miles Monroe, he taught me this principle from afar. I never met him, but his teachings are still on YouTube. His teachings are on their app, Monroe Global, on their website. He... Taught, taught me this principle from afar and i want to teach it to y'all because it's so profound and it can be found in genesis so when god created anything god spoke to what he wanted it to be made out of and whatever god spoke to became what god wanted it to be i'm gonna break it down god made the fish but he spoke to the waters god made the seed bearing plants and the trees and he spoke to the ground. God made the animals and he spoke to the ground again. Like he pointed his he he looked at the he looked at the the ground and said, "Let there be living creatures coming up out of here." Okay? But what did God speak to? Trivia question cuz I know they got some Bible scholars on here. What did God speak to when he made you and I? Because Genesis 1 and 26 says, God said, let us make man in our image to be like us. So that means when God spoke you and I into existence, he spoke to himself. He said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. To Let us. That's God had a meeting with himself. God, the father, the son and the Holy Spirit say, One of them said, let us make man. One of them had the brilliant idea to make you. So God spoke to himself. You came directly out of God. 
directly out of God. Okay? And the cool part about it is, the cool part about it is, the fish can't come up out of that water. Or they're going to die, right? You take, you uproot a plant, it got but so long to die. Like, I went fishing, and the fish... I I would oh it hurt my heart to go fishing y'all. I don't know why I don't know why it hurt my heart to see that like I like the I the atmosphere of fishing is quiet, you're on the water, you got your little shrimp on the hook, the pulling the fish out the water. But baby, when I see the fish and he flopping around, I just wanna throw him back in the water because I feel like that's animal abuse. Like that's cruelty. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But I remember when I went fishing, the last time I went fishing, last year, no, not last year, two years ago, and the fish was still alive when he was flopping around the boat. Like, he like the he threw the person that I was with, he threw the, the, the fish down because I didn't want to take the fish off the hook. Who? But the fish was on the ground flopping around, but it only had so long because the fish was always meant to stay in relationship with where it was created from, which is the water. Plants. Plants are supposed to stay in the ground. If you uproot, like, for example, I I cloned my tomato plant. When I took the clipping, it's called a sucker. When I, when I pruned my sucker, I had to immediately put it in, a, in water so the roots can grow, so it can absorb the nutrients like it can stay out of the 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 dirt but it had to immediately go in water right why because it has relationship with the dirt and the water if you uproot a plant right now that plant gonna die that plant gonna shrivel up because it's supposed to stay in relationship with the water or the soil right i know you got flowers before ladies and you ain't know what to do with the flowers. You like the gesture. The flowers was cute. But the flowers died in a week because you didn't know how to take care of them. I'm talking dead to me. Okay. So just like that, just like the fish and the plants have to stay with what they were created from, so do we. We have to be in relationship with God because we came out of him. And to actually live, we have to live in him. We have to live in him. By default, we living in him anyway. Because he is all around us and within us. Like, we already living within him, whether we want to deny that or not. Because this is his world. Okay? We just living in it. So, to have relationship with God is really to know him and be with him. Because in human relationship, we do that all the time. Like, we just be with that person. We just get to know that person. Like, we spend time talking. You know when you get your new boo, you be on the phone with your boo. Well, I don't know if an adult relationship should be in a phone, on the phone all day, every day. I don't think so. That's not, you know, we got responsibilities as adults. But when you had that little teenage love affair, if you had one, or you had a little boo in elementary school, you used to be on the phone with your little boo all the time. And... Nobody wanted to get off the phone like you like you hang up, you hang up, you hang up. 
you want to be on the phone with your little boo all the time, right? You spend time together. You're talking. You could be in silence together. There are conversations that's happening that happens in relationships, not just romantic relationships, but you know that's what everybody likes to hear. So I just throw that out there. But like any relationship, you having conversations with the person, you asking questions, you you getting answers, like you going different places, you experiencing different things. There is intimacy in those relationships. You love in that those relationships. You laugh in those relationships, and you really getting to know the person and fall in love with who that person is, and like. We get tripped out as humans because the first thing we say is, oh, I can't see God. But honestly, you can't really see yourself either. None of us can because our real selves is the spirit that lies within our body, not our flesh. We can't look in the mirror and actually see our real selves because it's in our body. You know what I'm saying? Don't believe me? Go to a funeral. Why is that person laying there? That is their shell. That is not who they really are. They're, who they really are is their spirit. So that debunked some of y'all in the in the, in the comments. Now I'm just playing, not in the comments, but that just debunked some lies that the enemy just try to tell y'all. Because I, I know somebody had that thought. That's not true. It is true. You know what I'm saying? Your real self is a spirit. So you may not be able to see God, but God is there. You know, you know God is there. You know that there is a that like people like to call him a higher power. He he's God, you know. So you can talk with him, you know, not just for when you want something. And when you when you need when you feel like you need something. No, you don't just talk to the person you love when you want something out of them. That's not a relationship. You talk to them when the times are good, bad, ugly, in between. Like you talk to them because you just adore talking to them because you want companionship. Talk to God. You you walk and do life with people because you're made to. Walk with him. You know, if you like to write, write to God. If you like to read, read with God. Like, if you like playing basketball, go play basketball with him. Like, do what you like to do with him. You know what I'm saying? Go places with him. Show him around your town, your city. Like, just be present with him because you you trying to have a relationship with him. Like, you can do all this stuff with God. Like, you don't have to be a person to, you don't have to be physically um able to see him to do stuff with him. No, you can do stuff with him. And it's better. Let me tell y'all something. I thought I needed a person to do stuff with. And let me tell you, when you... When you feel like you by yourself, it can be scary or or whatever. But when you tap into a different mindset of like, no, my father's always with me. Jesus with me is me and Jesus out here. Then there's a different level of confidence that comes because you like, man, I'm not even by myself for real. And then you really like get to like vibe because you start to be free. You can be your true self with God. Like there is no judgment in him. Like he just... He just, yeah, like he just that dude because he made you so he knows you. And once you get to know him, because you're going to be getting to know him your whole life. It's like, you know, he old. He's God is the old man. Okay, I'm just saying. But God is way, way, way older than us. He, he's, we, he don't even have an age. So it's just like, we going we gonna to be getting to know him our whole life. And he don't judge. So, 
I will just talk about this because a lot of people think you have to have a relationship with God a certain way. There is no one way to have a relationship with God. Think about it. Your relationship with your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your sister, your cousin, your friends, those relationships don't look the same. None of them. None of them look the same. My relationship with my sister, it don't look the same with my sister. Like, my other sister. Like, those relationships don't look the same at all. Your relationship with your boss is not going to look the same as your relationship with your daddy. Like, it's just not. So your relationship with God is not going to look the same as anybody else's relationship with God. Because it's personal. It's for you and him. You know? And, like, they have a lot of people that share what, what they do to get closer to God or their morning routine with God or their devotional time or whatever, their prayer time. Some people say they pray in a closet for 15 hours. Look, I ain't doing that unless Holy Spirit is in there with me, prompting me and, and taking over, okay? But, like, there's a lot of people that share their, share their ways to have a relationship with God. But let me tell you something. None of them are the standard. I remember when I was first coming to God and there was this lady, she will remain nameless. She's a beautiful lady, beautiful teaching, everything. But she was saying how God told her, I don't know if she said God told her, but she said she's not kissing until she get married. Who? Like, and a lot of people thought that's what they were supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? I know that wasn't just a word for her. Because when God speaks, he's not just speaking to one person and he led her to share that. But that word, a word is not for everybody. Like that word, I heard it, but that word wasn't for me. God ain't never told me you better not kiss until you get married. He ain't never told me that. So that's I can't I can't follow somebody else's conviction. You know what I'm saying? So like when those when you watch people online or you see how people are spending time with God, take take those with a grain of salt and like have an idea of what you can do, but don't follow what they're doing because you might end up miserable. You know what I'm saying? You might end up getting burnt out like no, and may not ever want to come back to it cuz it's not going to be you. Like, if you like to draw, if you like to draw and you understand in drawing more than you understand in writing, draw with God. Don't force yourself to write to him if that's not the if that's not your love language with him. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. That's beautiful. If that's not your love language to him, don't force yourself to, to create something that somebody else is doing because he wants you. He wants your authenticity. He don't want you to be nobody else. So when you looking and you trying to understand how do I have a relationship with God, look at that with with the intention of, okay, this is how that person does it. I can try this, but if this doesn't work for me, that's okay. God is going to lead you to what works for you because he knows he wants a relationship with you more than you want with him. And every piece of advice... 
that that you see should inspire you to deepen your relationship with God. Because the truth is, all you have to do is be present. All you have to do is be present with him and let him lead. Like, if you want to follow somebody else's routine, that's okay. But what I'm just trying to say is there is no one way to have a relationship with Jesus. There is one way to get to God, and that's through Jesus. But there's not one way to have a relationship with him. Because let me tell y'all something. My relationship with God, people will probably call it demonic because it's something that they've never seen before. People will probably be shocked by my relationship with God, how I... How I am with him is like no other. Like, I'm not holding back. I don't I don't sugarcoat for him. Like, because how I feel is he knows anyway. So if I curse, I told somebody I cursed with God before. And they was just like, no, you can't do that. Yes, I can. Because that's true to me. Like, and it's where I am. I'm not saying go to God and be cussing just to cuss. No, I'm not cussing just to cuss. But like, and I don't really curse like that, but if a curse word slips out and I'm upset about something or if I'm just like joking about something and I happen to say a curse word, God is not going to condemn me for that because he knows where I am and he's working that up out of me. He's not coming and saying, oh, you better not say this. Now, there's been times where I have cussed and God said, Devin, tone that down. He has told me that, but Ain't nobody can tell you how to go to how to approach the throne of grace. Like there's a way he says to approach it, approach his throne and people teach that. And that is to be followed if it's in his word. But I'm saying like, you don't have to go, oh, dear heavenly father. And no, you got to be you. And the way I talk, the way I joke, if I get upset with God, People would deem that as not normal. Like people would be like, like this one chick. I when I said I, I, we was in conversation. And I was just like, I gotta be authentic with God. Like I, I cuss in front of him. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about that is, I feel like this when it comes to cursing. No, we shouldn't say curse words, right? And I don't really curse like that. But at the end of the day, God is all around us. And within us, right? He's all around us. He's within us if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Let me make that clear. But God is all around us. If And God can hear everything we're saying. So if you cursing anywhere in the world and then you trying to cover up and be fake when you come in the church or in his presence praying to him, I don't get, I, that doesn't make sense to me if he can hear everything I'm saying. If he can, If he knows me. Why would I want to have a mask on in front of him? Why would I want to be fully covered in front of him if he knows everything about me already? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't want to hold nothing back. I don't want to hide from him. Like, he knows me. He knows me better than anybody else. Like, I didn't have to tell God I was addicted to pornography. I didn't have to tell God that I hated myself. I didn't have to tell him that because he knew that already. And he, he, he's so good, y'all, that he'll let you come to him. And it won't even, he won't even sit down. So you watching porn again, huh? He not like that. No, he's just like, he's so gentle with you. Well, he's gentle with me. I don't know how he'll show up for you. But he he shows up to how you how you need him. Like he's not he's not about to sit there and say, "Oh, you shouldn't, you better not." And I, he's not. 
going to do that. And if that is how you how you, what you're hearing, which let me let me kill that right now, because there's a spirit that is that is coming. That's, that's called condemnation, telling you everything that you did wrong, sitting there trying to dictate you and tell you everything. Oh, you better do this. Are you going to hell? That is not God. God would never say stuff like that to you. God would never say that to you because if you were saved by grace if you accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior you are not going to hell hell you won't even see hell okay because god has already there is there is no way jesus had came lived died rose again to save your soul from eternity and something could come and tell you that if you don't do something that you're going to hell god is not that type of father he don't condemn you he corrects you he convicts and corrects you he tells you it corrects you and turns you from the way that's opposite of going of him. He is not about to sit there and tell you everything you did wrong. So let me tell you, let me debunk that lie right now. When you go to God, when you telling God, you God wants you to come to him with your problems. Like let's just say a child broke a glass or something. They and and they try to hide it and try to fix it. That's not what God wants. God wants you to come to come to him and be like, Daddy, I did this. He wants you to be so secure in him because he loves you. He wants to give you that love that you're yearning for. That love that that you you're looking for in people and things and opportunities. He wants to settle your soul with his love. Because he is love. Like He's not looking to condemn you. So let me pray over that. Elohim, let's pray over that. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for being a father of love, for being love, for being everything that love is, for being so patient, so for being so kind, for not pushing us away, Lord God. Even if we pushed ourselves away for not treating us like we treat others or how we treat ourselves, but treating us as your child, as something and someone who came out of you. Lord, I, I, I command condemnation to get out of the ears of your besties and myself. Let us not follow that voice, for you said a stranger's voice we do not follow. Lord, heighten your voice in our life. Make us hear, help us to be, you get used to hearing love, Lord God, even if we haven't heard love before, but help us to not follow the voice of condemnation or allow that voice to talk to us anymore in the name of Jesus. Bestie, your relationship with God is sacred. There is only one way to God. But there is not one way to have a relationship with him. Okay? There is not. There's not at all. So let's get into some ways to deepen your relationship with God. First and foremost, you have to learn his voice. A lot of people want to know what God's plan is for their life. Want to know their purpose. And they want to know all this stuff. When the truth be be told, you can't even walk in purpose without him. So you got to learn his voice and walk with him daily. And you only learn somebody's voice by spending time with them. The reason why you know your friend voice, the reason why you know your husband or wife voice or, or your mama or daddy voice is because you spend time with them. Right? That's the only reason you spent a significant amount of time with them. So it don't matter if you're in a crowded room or if they called you from a foreign number you gonna know the voice of 
whomever that is because you spend time with them you you recognize their voice you know their voice when you spend time with god you're going to learn his voice and the way you spend time with god is in his word i cannot it's not for me to figure out how god can speak when you're reading words in the bible he can speak directly to your situation and you get to learn his voice. I don't know how, but I'm telling you, I'm a living witness. And I think about that. I, that question pops is, well, how, how reading this helped me know your voice? I don't know. I really don't care. I just want to learn his voice. And that's the way to learn his voice by spending time in his word. Like, I know some of y'all have heard his voice before. All of us have heard his voice before because he sounds familiar to us. Why? Because, again, we came out of him, right? But we have to get trained again to um, learn his voice, to continue to know his voice because God wants to expose different parts of himself to us, right? But you heard his voice before that something told me to turn left something told me to grab my water bottle something told me to move that oh glass before it dropped something told me no that's not something that's someone and that's the holy spirit he told you and you know his voice a lot of people come to god and be like man i don't know if god speaking to me no nine times out of ten when you thinking it's you it's really god like the voice in your mind that might tell you to do something like call your call your mama or call 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 miss miss anthony right now call miss anthony and like you just like thinking like whatever like i'm not about to call miss anthony whole time whole time um you you like like time go by and you like Still thinking, I need to call Miss Anthony. That ain't you saying I need to call Miss Anthony. You ain't just thinking about Miss Anthony for no reason. No, that's Holy Spirit. Like he telling you, like call call Miss Anthony. Like and you can easily think it's you, but it be God. Not everything is not God, but some of the things, like especially that something told me, that be Holy Spirit, man. That be God telling you, like. And when he tell you to do something, you got to obey him. You got to you gotta obey him. Because you never know what's on the other side of that. Like, especially if it's a thought that's not leaving your mind. Like, call Miss Anthony. Call Miss Anthony. Or something that is so foreign. Something that you don't want to do. Because that's, that's how he get me a lot. Apologize to them. What? What? Let me tell y'all something. One time. One time, guy had told me to apologize to somebody like like i got the thought you need to apologize and i'm just like i didn't even do nothing i didn't do nothing in this situation and my fault he like nah apologize and i'm like that's that's not me that's god because it goes directly against something i want to do i don't want to do on me and that's a way that he can speak to you too and that's just a couple of examples god will speak to you but you 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 get the point like it's gonna be him you know and as you obey you're gonna start to recognize his voice more and more because it's he might get louder and louder it's not that he get louder and louder 
you get closer and closer. That's what it is. That's the second second thing. So I'm going to go to number three. Be honest with him and allow him to be honest with you. One thing about my relationship with God is I've always been honest with him. Like, as far as I know. Because, you know, sometimes you just don't know something and he'll, like, he'll be like, you know, it actually was that. Like, I didn't know certain things about myself and I thought it was something and it was actually another thing. Not that, but, like, I've always been honest with him. And I can tell y'all how I've been honest with him because I used to, like, smoke weed. And I used to be out here having sex. And I'm going to be honest with you, bestie, because, hey, I mean, we besties. I can tell y'all, right? So, when I used to smoke weed and have sex and all that, I didn't really talk to God too much about the sex in detail because I, I wasn't there yet with the sex. But with the with the highs, I used to tell God. Like, I used to be telling him, like, I loved what I used to be getting into detail, getting into detail about like the things that I seen and how I felt and how I loved the high and all that. Yeah, I told God I had sex, but it was more. It, it I didn't get into detail with that. You know what I'm saying? But I did get into detail about when I was smoking weed, and I used to talk to him about it. Like I used to be like, "Man, guy, I want, I want to do this. I want to do that," and just being honest with him about it and he never condemned me that's how that's that's how i know that some of the thoughts that i think that that comes to me now because it's a real condemnation dictating like spirit that's been plaguing my mind and i know i'm not the only one that's why i had to pray um against that but god would never condemn you because he never condemned me he's not he's he's not that but he did correct me when I was honest with God, vulnerable with him to tell him stuff that I probably wouldn't tell anybody else. He didn't condemn me, but he did correct me. He was honest with me as as well. Like he said, I don't want you smoking weed no more. And you know, you're not supposed to be having sex with this man. You know, you're not. And he wanted me to stop. He wanted me to stop doing both. OK, and I'm gonna be honest with y'all. It's, it's, if you're used to doing something, if you are in a habit of doing something, not everyone can stop cold turkey doing something. Like with me. I am vegan. I am raw vegan, right? I'm still working my way up to being raw vegan. Sometimes I eat cooked food. But I'm working my way to be raw vegan right now. But I come from eating meats and everything else. You know what I'm saying? A standard American diet. I come from that. I am not going to go cold turkey raw vegan. I didn't go cold turkey vegan. I didn't stop eating meat just one day. Like, I didn't just stop eating all at once. Like, no. I literally went my journey with where I am now was a long one. I stopped eating beef, then I stopped eating pork, and that was it. I still was eating the chicken, I still was eating the seafood, I was still eating all that 
right? Still eating the dairy, still eating the processed stuff. But as time went by, I was able to cut out the chicken and I stopped eating chicken and turkey and I was able to cut out the turkey. I I think chicken went before the turkey. And I stopped eating eggs. But then I started eating it again, right? And then I cut it out again. And then I cut out the dairy. And I started eating the dairy again. And then I cut it out again. And it, it just, I went vegan so many times. So many times. So this is a shame. So many times. But this is all just to say, some people could cut things out and just, just stop. But when you are in a habit and you are in cycles, God is going to take you through, the pro- through a process to cut that out. So if you out here and you're and you have habits like let's just say you have a smoking habit or you have a habit of lying don't expect yourself to do a full 360 um once god gives you a command no don't even don't even put that all on yourself because when god gives you a command he's going to help you as you walk with him like god told me to stop um smoking weed and having sex when I was doing that. And I'm going to be honest with you. I tried um, to do it on my own. And I went back right back to it. I went right back to it. Because guess what? I tried to do it in my own strength. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, this is not to give anybody permission. Like, oh, when God gave you a command, you uh, you 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 fight it as long as you 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 feel like it and then go back to it. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you cannot do it in your own power and your own strength. When he gives you a command, he is telling you that I that's his commitment to walk with you through this. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I just I encourage you to talk to God about any and everything and be honest with him. But you also got to allow him to be honest with you. And then you got to obey what he's saying to the best of your ability. And when you feel like you're falling back, when you feel like you want to go back, you have to talk to him. Keep talking to him like, God, I feel like I'm going to fall back. And you will fall. You will fall because a just man falls seven times, but he gets back up. You will fall. But you let me tell you what he told me when I when I was falling. With, not, not, with, not so much with that, but with another thing that he told me to stop doing, like, that he's bringing me through the process of. He told me to not condemn myself. To forgive myself. And to repent. Which means to turn back to him and keep going. So that's what my advice to y'all. Do not beat yourself up. But keep going. There's people who have felt fallen after being pure for years. You can't condemn yourself. Because God is not condemning you. Okay. And that, that applies to anything. But I encourage you to talk to him about it. Talk to him about it. Number four, don't let uncomfort stop you and don't be afraid to do things out of the norm. With Jesus, it's already out of the, out of the norm to this world. Because let me say this, being with Jesus is the normal thing. But how this world is set up, everything is in, everything is inside out. Let's just say it like that. Everything is inside out. How it's supposed to be. It's not. Let me prove it to you. We all, a lot of people want to hide their feelings and pretend that they don't have feelings, but we were made with feelings. A lot of people try not to cry, but we were made to release. You know what I'm saying? We were made to release those tears. So, like, you acting hard and all of that is not, it's not even good for you. 
It's not. Because you gon' you gonna cry. You gon' cry. Eventually you gon' cry. So you might as well let it out. You might as well be vulnerable because that's how you were made. You were made to be empathetic. You were made to be kind. You were made to be loved. You was made to love. Like hiding your feelings and putting on a mask for people, that's played out. The world could do that if they want to, but you bestie, you not. You're not. So don't be afraid to get out of the norm. You matter of fact, let me not say don't be afraid because you're gonna be afraid because it's gonna be something new. Being uncomfortable is new to all of us in some senses. We are going to get we have to get uncomfortable because that's the only way we can grow. That's the only way. When I go work out, it is the most uncomfortable thing ever. My muscles be put into different positions and I put tension on my muscles because guess what? That's the only way they can grow. That's the only way. And to be honest, most things are not even normal. Like how it's not normal for me to be recording a podcast right now and it's going to go all over the world. Like that's not normal. That that was unheard of back in the gap. Like this is this is normal to us. It's normal to us to be able to get on social media and see people from all around the world and we'll never actually see them in person. You know, that's not supposed to be normal. You know what I'm saying? How can we talk on the phone with somebody that's not in the same state with us? How can we be in a relationship with God? He's he resides in heaven and we are on earth. Like none of these things were normal before, but now it is. Like all this is is now normal. You walk in a relationship with God like it back let me tell you something. Back in 2013, 2014, I'm gonna say 2015. I'm gonna just go ahead, go ahead and say 2015 because 2015, I was, I was in an on and off relationship with God. That was normal to me in 2015. If I do that on and off stuff now in 2023, that's not normal. Okay, consistency with God is my new normal. Even and that don't mean I'm in the Word every single day. That don't mean that. That just means I'm talking to him every day. That just means I'm walking, doing life with him, in relationship with him every single day. That is our new normal. But that wasn't my normal up in 2015. 2015, that wasn't my normal. So, like, embrace the things that seem not normal. Embrace those things. If God got you doing some unorthodox things... In, in, embrace it because that's about to become your new normal at least for a season like if you're alone right now and god is in the real and, and you're in a wilderness season right now in a faith building season okay that's your normal right now things can switch up real quick okay but embrace those things as normal for you at the moment okay and just keep walking with him and the last one i got for y'all is to just spend time with him like we said it to learn his voice. You got to be in his word. But like I just said, I'm not in the word every single day. And it would be crazy to think that that's the only way to spend time with God. Yes, that's the way to hear one of the ways to hear his voice. That's the main way to, to learn his voice. I mean, but you don't only spend time with your family members, your friends or yourself in the same place. 
no you go out sometimes you go to different places you 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 try new things you go to different different restaurants all the time you a foodie okay you don't go to the same restaurant you don't so go out with god Start shaking things up with him. Start shaking low with him. <laughs> Start going to the movies with him. Like invite God on your on your uh Uber Eats runs. Like invite him with you. Like and when you try something new, or if you do the same thing and try something old, position your mind to be conscious that you are spending time with him and whatever you're doing. Because y'all need to have some clean fun. Have clean fun with God. Invite him in. Married couples, let me just say this to y'all. When y'all is having sex, invite God in for me, please, so y'all sex can be bombed. He he blesses covenant. He blesses covenant. Y'all ain't doing nothing wrong. Okay? R. Kelly said it best. Any uh, ain't nothing wrong with some bump and grind. Married folks only. Okay? So yeah, I really hope y'all understand what it's like to have a relationship with God and understand why our relationship with God is so important. I feel like we touched the tip of the iceberg with this podcast as well as the blog on blissfulfate.com. And as y'all know, I believe I said it on the last podcast that we are in a know and be, know and be series. And this was just part two of our No and B series. It was a, a little short series, two part series. And like I said, we touched the ice, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to this, because we will definitely revisit this topic because it can get very deep and complex. But um, I believe God wanted us to be surface level um, for a reason. He didn't want us to dive deep into the deep waters. He even wanted us to go into three feet because he wanted us to know the simplicity of it. Like, it's important to be in relationship with me because you came out of me. That's the whole thing. That's the whole goal of this. You are loved and God is love. You you are loved and God is love. Okay? You know how they have the father and the son and they are senior and junior? It's kind of like that. Like... He is L-O-V-E and you are L-O-V-E-D. That's so cute to me. Oh, Lord, I'm po- I'm a poet. I'm rhyming. Do y'all know my name means poet? That's so cool. But do y'all know what y'all names mean? I think y'all should look that up. I, I think that's very fascinating. Okay. But, um, yeah, besties, that's all I got for y'all today. I'm going to pray and we're going to get up out of here. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, God, for allowing us to be here again in your presence we thank you lord god for what you have spoken on tonight we thank you father god that you have spoken in the seed that the seeds that you planted will go into good ground i thank you that you want us to have relationship with you and you want us to know the importance of having a relationship with you i thank you daddy that there is no one way to have a relationship with you i thank you lord god that even if we turn away from you that you are right there with open arms waiting for us to come back with open arms in love we thank you that we are loved because you are love we thank you lord god that you first loved us that you really came here lived died 
rose again just so that we can be with you so we can be reconciled with you so that we can have your holy spirit within us so that we can be cleansed by your blood the ultimate sacrifice so that our holy spirit can be with us so that we can be connected again i thank you god that we've always had a relationship with you lord god i thank you lord god for the souls that will be saved through this podcast i thank you father god that through this podcast this specific episode that someone will come to you and if that person wants to come to you lord god i thank you right now and here's a prayer for you say lord jesus i repent i believe you lived you died and you rose again just for me i want relationship with you i want to be your bestie because you're my bestie forever in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And bestie, baby, you are bestie. And now you are saved. And I, I thank the Lord for you. I thank the, You see how God would do it? You see how God would do it? I'm sitting here praying. He He said, he, like, he leads. He leads us. I love you, Lord. And I love you, besties. You guys remember that you are destined to win because he got up.